Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the Almost Famous podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Almost Famous the OGs. This is Bob Guinea, and joining me today, of course, my beautiful co-host Trista Sutter, Mary Wren. Hi. Hi, Trista Sutter. How <laughs> are you? Say that. <laughs> I'm good, and I'm so excited. To I don't know why this always goes with. Wait, what? I missed it. Oh no, go ahead. I'm delayed. I'm delayed again. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I love that you always say that, the Nay Ren part. But anyway, I just wanted. I'm so excited to welcome Gianna back to Almost Famous OGs. We get to have another chat with her. Um, you've been our most frequent guest, actually. I think. Oh, I'm so flattered. I know. Oh. I mean. <laughs> 
Well, I feel like we've been trying to line this up for some time because every time I do come on, Bob is unavailable or he's traveling the world or he's heading to New York to film something. So, or he's like going from hotel to cab so he can't quite squeeze us in. So this is- Totally. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are silly. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Very glad to have you. Now, for people joining us, our first, uh, most recent episode with Deanna was uh, the mental recap. And Deanna and Desiree were the guests of honor with charity for that one. So make sure you tune in to hear about that because that was pretty awesome. But this one, Tristan, we're getting a little, we're getting a little twisty here. We're getting a little twist here, aren't we? We're taking this a little different direction. Yep. So we got some uh, real hard hitting questions for you today, Deanna. Very yeah, excited. Yeah, oh, some hard hitting yeah. questions. Are you ready? No. Um, so Fire at Mental All. We were back behind behind the scenes, you know, chatting with a lot of the executives. And like you said in the episode about the Mentel All, you were like pitching Millsy about doing a vow renewal for me and Ryan for our 20th and all these different things. And I know that part of the pitching was, hey, you know, I could be the next Bachelorette. Nudge, I had nudge, a nudge. few cocktails. In my defense, I had had a few cocktails. <laughs> In between all of our girl time backstage, Bob, they they were allowing us to have a few adult beverages. So I was allowing us. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling no pain as I was pitching my life story to everyone. <laughs> I mean, I was doing the same thing with the vow renewal. I was like, and I I pitched the pickleball and they actually listened and I got to go do a pickleball date with Gary. So anyway, um, the reason we wanted to chat today is because we have it on good authority. We have a source that has told us that you have had some meetings with ABC and no, no. Let me stop you here. I have not had any meetings with anyone. I literally left set a couple of weeks ago and I've not heard from anyone since. <laughs> okay. Well, we, we, have heard, yeah, we have heard that they're taking it very seriously. That they're actually well, that is so funny, though. digging into this. You look at, I, I was partially joking because I, 41, I have a very different, <laughs> I have a career. Like I can't just take eight weeks off of work. Yeah. I have a job. Yeah. I have to yeah. pay for rent. I yeah. have I've got to do. I've got children that I need to care for and love and, and raise into good humans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but there was a piece right. that was being pretty serious about it because they brought back that, uh, Brad Womack. They brought back um, Nick Viall three times. You know what I mean? So they yep. do this a lot where they bring back these men, but they've never done it with a woman before. Claire. Now They brought Claire. They brought Claire back once, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, yeah. I will say... No offense, Bob, but the success rate no, on the Bachelor is a little bit better than the Bachelor. So I realize it is likely harder to bring the Bachelorette back because of, most of them are still married and doing really well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but uh, I think it is I the thing that I don't quite understand, and you guys will know this because you've been on the show before. They have this built-in fan base that they you they really don't utilize and tap into. Do you know what I mean? They don't. Well, right. there about a billion shows that run through my mind where I'm like, they really could have something here. Like, why is there not like a Housewives of the Bachelorette or yeah or you know the the Parent Trap of the Bachelorette? Like, there's a billion shows that I run through and, and don't steal my ideas. I've pitched them a time or two. I really think that there is this <laughs> there is this entity that they really should tap into. They did a really great job with Bachelor Pad. They really did a good job with Bachelor in Paradise. I enjoy that, but I don't yeah. I'm not 
to paradise. I'm not your girl that needs to be frolicking around in a tiny bikini. <laughs> I'm 41 and I'm past that. And I like my curves, but I'm not trying to compete with those young girls. Yeah. My, my boobs will never look the same after breastfeeding two children. So, <laughs> yep, mine neither, which trust- is why I had them fixed. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> like there is this whole concept, you know, surrounding the Bachelor franchise that they have done themselves a disservice that they don't tap into. There, there really is yeah. a billion ideas for spinoff shows that they could just make a lot of money off of, to be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with the strike going on right now. Yeah. Like there's oh so many options for reality television where scripted is, you know, not able to do anything. So I totally agree with you. Now, if it, if it worked out, you just said like, I can't take eight weeks away from my job. Is there, is there a chance that you would consider? There is always a piece of me that will toy around with the idea of ever doing, you know, for the longest time I said, I I would never do it again. You know what I mean? But I, when I came off of the bachelor with Brad, you know, I know I said this in the previous episode, but like, why wasn't I given therapy? Like I needed therapy after that. Cause you talk about like trauma on the most basic level. I was rejected and abandoned by the person that I trusted most in that process on national television. Like I should have been in therapy and they should have provided that for me. Now, once I came off of the bachelorette, like I had a pretty, well, I didn't make good choices apparently, but (laughs) (laughs) even the breakup from that really did a number on me because it wasn't that a relationship just ended. And I'm, I'm pretty good at grieving those things when they happen, but it's that this, this guy ran my name into the ground and went on television crying. Like he didn't know that it was happening, but you know what I mean? That's not, for me to take on, that was his manipulative behavior that I allowed. But they're just, for a long yeah. time, I didn't I didn't want to ever go back on the show. It was not always this really great experience for me. Like I had yeah. this really painted view of what my time on The Bachelorette was. But I also look back at that girl. And even though I was really strong back then, I'm a different human being now. Like, right. I, if anything that the last couple of years have taught me is that I, I've always been really strong, but I'm, I'm fucking resilient. I am yep. resilient and yeah. I know more now than when I did when I was 26 and I was the bachelorette that like who I am and I'll never let another person in my life take that from me or make me feel less than or not worthy right. of loved and accepted for who I truly am at my core. Somebody yeah. Somebody out there is going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all right. I had a really wonderful 12 years with Steven and we have two beautiful children, but I don't see this as the end of my story. It's not for sure. No, not. no way. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have like um rich cocoa butter and vitamin e body cream soothing aloe and water lily body cream really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way nair has it they have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes and if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs think about what you can do in three minutes with nair and the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving 
like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I got to tell you this. I, 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 I'm, I can speak from experience on this one, for real. Yeah. You know, getting divorced, getting divorced after being on The Bachelor, you know, became one of these things that was like, I just felt like the biggest, there was a period where I was just like, I must be just the biggest loser in the world. I mean, I can't seem to get it right. Then you realize, no, you're just with the wrong person for who you are, right? And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I mean, now it's just about you thinking about where you want to go from here, which is, you know, obviously your family's first. We know that. But like you said, you're very different from when you were 26. And what if you were the bachelorette? Like, let's, let's, just, let's just kick this can around <laughs> a little bit. Let's just play. You know, let's, let's just, just play. play. Let's just talk about, like, you know, because I think one of the things that I know for sure is you'd be able to walk in there and – from a format perspective, I'm sure you'd be in the driver's seat. So, like, you know, well, hey, guys, look, I've been there, done that, you know. I'm relatively attractive. Come on, Bob. I'd say, I'd say I more mean. so. More so than relatively. I think you could walk in. I know you're going to command a, 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 you know, just a, a soiree, a gentleman. Like, would you say to them, I mean, I'm not sure, this is, I'm just putting it out there. I want this age range of guys. Like, this is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to work within this ballpark or, I want to get to the fantasy suites faster. Instead of doing three, <laughs> I want to do six. I mean, I'm just curious. Wait, Wait but, but, but can I add to that question? Because when we were hanging out before we went out to Mentel All, we were saying this. We were like, there needs to be not a golden bachelor because they're yeah. like, you know, in their 70s. But what did you call it? A like... Um, midlife or what did we call it <laughs> i said there needs to be a midlife crisis bachelorette who <laughs> doesn't need anyone's money who's not looking to get married again i don't want any more children i'm just a really great time <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a really awkward <laughs> to do a four night stand but that's not what i'm looking for either oh no but would you would you if you if you were just playing contra uh, like hypotheticals here if you did The Bachelorette, would you consider getting married again? Ooh, um, mm, you know what? I don't think that I am in the right headspace for that to yep. be married again. Again, Stephen and I, you know, we we separated uh, a year ago, and 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 we had a few rough years. Like Bob, I realized Tristan and I are super close, so everything that I'm saying, she has heard twice over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but we've had a really we had a really difficult few years and I like what you said, Bob. And again, I appreciate that you have been where I am at currently because I've done a lot of just soul searching and I'm still me and I'm finding me again, but I'm a new me at the same time. Meaning I don't at all regret my time with Steven. And I look back to our wedding day and I still think that like, that was one of the best days of my entire life. Like early on, there were, there was this piece of that. And, and you've seen it, Trista and Bob, you've been around us. You've seen it too, that we loved For each sure. other very much. Oh yeah, very much. very much. We loved and respected each other enough to bring two innocent human beings into this world to love and to cherish and raise, to be good humans, hopefully. So, but 
I like what you said, Bob, that it doesn't mean that you have to hate each other, but you can be right. two people who are simply not compatible for each other. And right. I will never, ever, I didn't do it when I was 26. I'm a no BS kind of girl. I don't, I don't deal with bullshit. I, I don't I have yeah. a radar for it. I don't deal with liars. I don't do well with betrayal and I have a no BS radar for it. Um, right. I am a come as you are, this is what you get kind of person. And I always was like that, but I feel that more now than ever because I don't know if I will ever get married again. I joke around to all of my friends and say, I never want to get married again because I'll tell you what divorce is. It's awful. And Bob, you know this. It is, yeah. it is yeah. awful. It is awful. I have literally survived the most difficult few years of my entire life. You know, and we're talking about abandonment issues. I'm an anxious attachment. <laughs> I've learned a lot about myself through thousands of dollars <laughs> of therapy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But my whole point was that I wanted to ride every wave of grief. And if you've never seen the grief cycle, there's a lot of waves. And you can ride them multiple times a day. And I have. I've ridden them until yeah. I can't straight and I have cried more tears than I have ever felt and you know I'm really thankful for my group of people who literally carried me on days that I couldn't carry myself but I say that so that everyone knows that I have come out of this this new woman I yeah there is this new version of me and Bob because you have been through divorce you understand this that when it all started to happen you keep all of that stuff close to chest because I felt and I don't know if you felt the same way Bob but I felt so much shame surrounding yeah. And I felt like yeah. such a failure that I wanted this marriage to work so bad. I wanted Stephen to love me and choose me. And it's not his fault that he can't. He's just yeah. not the right person to do so. And I believe that there has to be someone else out there that will eventually be able to do that. But that means that I get to come as myself in my whole and yeah. I will never live in a, in a place where like my vulnerability is used against me and I am made to feel less than or not worthy of someone's real love. So, right. so long story short, Trista, I, I really don't know if I ever have the desire to get married again, because I, I don't know that I need that piece of paper for companionship. Totally. I desire companionship. And I'll tell you what, being single for a year and finding yourself again, it is some really, you know, there are some lonely spaces in that. There's some really lonely spaces. You have to get really comfortable in yourself and in your pain and in your process and in your joy too. I live on my own now. And I'm telling you what, there are some nights I will drink two glasses of wine and dance around naked in my living room. And it is so <laughs> There are so I love it. Uh, yeah, you're so funny. You know I what? There's not a whole lot that you got to read in between, but nah, I like it. a lot of places where I'm finding to just be joyful in me and be joyful yeah. in my own space of who I am and, and what I desire in the world. And so I would say what I desire is to be truly and deeply loved by someone. Like I, yeah. I like companionship. I feel uh, a deep desire to be genuinely accepted by a man and to be, mm -hmm uh, appreciated and, and to have someone that is willing to, uh, walk through the really hard stuff. I am a very imperfect human being and I have my things. I am a very bold personality and I am loud and I am kind, but I'm also like, a, I don't take any bullshit. And I, yeah. I have no problem saying this is what I want, which is why I don't date because I don't want to play the games. I'm like, Ooh, it's been an hour. Can I text him back yet? Like, I don't want any of that. That's not right. I don't have time for that. You know why? Because right. I'm okay being alone. So yeah. 
I desire companionship and I desire to be fully loved and holy for who I am. But I don't know that I ever need that sheet of paper ever again, because I am a loyal human being. And if I choose to be with someone, spend my life with someone, I am a hundred percent committed in that way. So yeah, I don't, I don't want to say never. Yeah. You know, everybody keeps saying that to me. All my divorce friends, they're like, don't ever say never. You're totally getting married again. You're young. And yeah. Beautiful. Like maybe, maybe. maybe. Well, when I got when I got divorced, I, I said the same thing. I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just the trauma and assault. Yeah, I said I was maybe it's just the trauma. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm a little too raw right now to say that I'm ready to jump into another marriage. You know what I mean? Because I just, you know, divorce is awful, Trista. Like splitting yeah. up your things, sharing oh. your children. Yeah, even if you want it, even if you yeah. want it. I mean, it's even tough. even yeah. your family, like your your closest friends, the people that you hung out with. You, you know, lose friendships, you lose a family yeah. I loved and still do to this day, Stephen's family. And yeah. luckily, I still have a really wonderful relationship with his little sister and her husband and my nephews and my mother-in-law. Like that will always be there. And I love them yeah. deeply to my core. But there is this whole, it's not just separating from one person in a marriage right. and also the idea of what you thought the rest of your life was going to be like. But there is mm -hmm. also this separation of this whole other yeah. The people that you truly love, you lose friendships, you lose, you lose family, you lose mother and father-in-laws, you lose that closeness. It sucks not going to family yeah. dinner on Sunday night. Like I have to keep myself busy on Sunday nights because we've done it for the past 11 and a half years. And to know I'm not included anymore, like sometimes that still stings. Yeah. Totally. And, and are the kids with him for the family dinners? So you're always alone on Sunday <laughs> No, not at all. No, 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 no. Okay. We, have a, we have a parenting plan. We The kids go back and forth. And, you know, the new Sundays were really hard. You know, when Addison came to me and said, like, why aren't you allowed to come to family dinner anymore? Those times Aww. are hard because, you guys, my role, and again, Stephen and I are trying to be really wonderful co-parents for the sake of our kids. And I'm a product yeah. of this too, y'all. My parents did not do it with good guidelines. I'll promise you that. So, yeah. I am trying really hard every day to know that like my children are innocent in this yeah. and yeah. what they get to have at the end of the day is a wonderful relationship with their father and a wonderful yeah. relationship with their mother. And they are deserving of that. And I want that for my kids. So we're pretty good. Steve and I are pretty good about uh, sharing our kids and you know, I'm a flight attendant. I travel for work. This is what I do. Totally. So we're, we're really good about working that out and making sure we each get ample amount of time with the kids. And, you know, our end goal is to not come up on holidays and birthdays. We would really like to like each other a decent amount enough to <laughs> continue. That's to important. Yeah, that is. I've um, seen people I, do it. It works. I do want to say um, at Mental All, when you and watching back, um, you know, obviously we were there in, in person and then watching it back on television, I cringed both times. So you mentioned, you know, that you're, I'm cringing because of something I did, not because of something you oh, said. I was like, um, you're like, oh God, what happened? I am totally uh, known to stick my foot in my mouth, Trista, so please tell me. <laughs> no, no, I didn't want, I, I was like, oh, maybe I should specify. Anyway, so you said, um, you know, I am single and literally I watch it back because I was like, what? like I yelled so loud and I was like, oh gosh, that was really rude and disrespectful because no, I didn't want you to ever break up and have to go through all of this trauma, but I was kind of like, 
in that moment, we had been talking about it, you know, getting you on, you know, the bachelorette and whatever. And I was like, yes, let's get her a man. If she wants a man, I want her to have a man. If she doesn't want to have a man, she doesn't need a man. But I was like, I was trying to be supportive in that moment. Oh, and then I was are. like, oh, you don't crap. need to apologize for that. This is the whole point of having really great friends is that they're meant to cheer you on every step of the way. And like, that makes me feel. And what wasn't shown, Bob, is that, you know, again, we've told you a thousand times that we hung out all day and talked, but we yeah. also do a late night dinner just the three of us and I say this all the time that like I, I mean I love all of the women but I'm obviously closer to you know a few of the women because maybe we're in the same life phase or or we just get each other you know what I mean and sure. I say all of my girlfriends were like well how was it and I was like the piece that I took away and that I loved so much was getting to spend so much time with Trista and Desiree because they are two of the women that I love so deeply and and have no problem saying that I have a genuine friendship with the two of them and yeah. And, and they both just let me speak so freely, you know, and things that I will never say out loud or on a right. podcast for that matter. But they just no. allowed me to speak so freely and in a safe space and share my heart and my struggles and what I've walked through in the last few years. And there is just so much beauty in a friendship like that. So I don't think you need to apologize, Trista. I would hope nothing more than you would be cheering me on every step of the way. I so know, but I was like, oh gosh, I don't want people to and look at that and be like, wow, she's really excited that she's single. <laughs> Go ahead. Send them, send them my way. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, God. I sweet of you though, Trista. I get, I get that. I mean, you're, 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 and you probably don't want it to look like you're. Like, oh yeah, she's divorced. Woo! Yeah, I, I get. It. I <laughs> get. It. But, she loves Stephen yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Loves, I know. Like, there's nothing bad to say about Stephen. So there's also that piece too, where you like, you likely don't want to look like you're insulting him in any way. And I don't think oh, you are. Exactly. And I don't he would take it that way. I just think that you're a great cheerleader, Trista, and I'm thankful to have you in my corner. Oh, you're sweet. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. 
This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Let's talk about something we all can relate to hair removal. Yeah. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. So 
So I shared this story recently. Um, there's an organization called First Ascents. It's a charity that we help support. And um, Ryan was really involved in them like 10 years ago. And we went to their camp. So they're like, they put on these adventure camps for uh, young adults with cancer. And they give nicknames to every single person who either works on the, at the camps or uh, donates or is part of the camps. And so the very first time I went, they were like, okay, what's your nickname? And it's me and, you know, a, maybe a handful of other people around me. And I was like, well, what's another name for like a, a cheerleader, uh, like a supporter, you know, whatever. And the, la- <laughs> the lady uh, who asked me, my friend was like, <laughs> jockstrap. And, oh, and of course, <laughs> that's exactly what Trista wants to be known as. <laughs> So this is a jock strap for her friends. That's so nice. Uh, everyone, everyone around. <laughs> the OG guys, number wow. one bachelorette jock strap. <laughs> so that's my, oh my for first ascent. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> yes, horrible. I don't like it you at all. That's so funny. <laughs> I gotta be honest. When you said you know like a, a supporter, that went through my head. I was like, like a jock strap. I never thought a lady would say that. Keep them nice and close and snug and protected. <laughs> That's, I mean, when you think about it, you just start describing those things. That is who Trista is. Yeah, you're home. free to move. You know, Motherly, your, giving, yeah. giving you your space. To I'm very protective. Close. Like a cradle. Like a cradle. You provide a cradle of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> it's just took a oh. hard turn. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so good. I, I, no, my, my mind also just went to a foul place of where I'm like, when they're getting down at night, is Ryan like my little jock strap? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, can you tell okay. I've been lonely for far too long? <laughs> Diana, I think you, I think you're proving that you need to be the next bachelorette. <laughs> I think right? that's right there. This yes, humor. Who is telling you these rumors? Because I'm apparently the last to know. We have I'm a big source. You. We have a source. We have a source. We, have a source. we can't you know, reveal we our sources. Very Sorry. popular podcast. We got people on the inside. <laughs> we got people, Diana. We got people. <laughs> we got people. Are people even have people. I forget how well known and popular the two of you are. You know, and to be sitting oh, in your presence, yeah. I feel it. Like I'm starting to sweat just being. Yeah, in we your are an inside deal here. We got some oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're real important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They haven't had me near the show since 2003, so I don't think I'm that important. At least <laughs> Trista's at least getting back in the grind, which is nice. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe we we can change that stuff because I feel like what the executives have said is like we do want to kind of get back. Like you mentioned it, I think on the other episode is just getting back to really the the core of the show. And I think that Gary and the Golden Bachelor are going to do that. They're going to get back to the no drama. The you know, it's not catty between these women. It like at least that's what I feel like is going to happen um, because they're in a place in their life where they don't care yeah, like don't they're care. like i don't want to cause drama i just want to have fun enjoy my life and maybe if i meet somebody that i fall in love with awesome you know right? i feel like yeah. i'm a rare person though i didn't like drama when i was on the bachelorette any uh, on Same. The bachelorette anyway like i totally if girls were being catty i was like mm, i don't want any part of this i'm gonna go like take a nap like i don't yeah I never yeah. lived my life like that anyway. this season was that way too we were we were all buddies i mean if he liked it that way 
Which actually, yeah. so then I filmed mine right after that. I'm like, hey, I don't want any drama because I just got yeah. done with the show and we had zero drama. We really yeah. liked each other. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it comes down to the lead, I think, really putting that out there. And I know Trista was like, she loved that we were all buddies. Like, she loved I that. I loved comments. it. It made me yeah. so happy because honestly, that's a big part of what I wanted after the show. Like, I don't want to live with someone who likes drama. I want to live with someone and spend my life with someone and share it with someone who actually likes people. We are not looking to be like traumatized forever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what is so funny? I think that uh, we say that they bring us back enough. You know what I mean? Like, because look at us, we could do this for another four hours. I mean, I think the three of us are really great. We're doing really well. There's this other piece of the show that like you understand the concept that they bring back the newest contestants because they're young and fresh and they've got 400,000 followers or whatever that looks like. You know what I mean? And obviously the show is successful for for a reason because the popularity is still driven. And like, let's be honest, if they bring me back to speak to someone and give them advice, it's not because I am boosting ratings in this show. Like half the time people don't even know who I am anymore. You know, so- I get the concept, but I am always really thankful that when they do bring us back, because come on, there's this other selfish piece that still makes you feel special. Well, totally. And what I I do want to say to that is that I, I, you know, our, our seasons were, uh, I don't know what the numbers are now, but the viewership back then was in the double digit millions, you know, like I think our, my engagement with Ryan was 31 million people were watching now I wonder if they even get three. And so there were like 31 people watching back then. And all of these people have aged 20 years. And I feel like they're missing out on that demographic of the like mid age, uh, midlife, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, women, especially women and men who yeah. watch the show, raising their kids, whatever. And now their kids are watching the show or their grandkids are watching the show. And I feel like, why not bring back the demographic of the people who like watched our season? So I feel like if you are the bachelorette, Deanna, um, if you decide to be the bachelorette, yes. and officially ask you, then I feel like it will bring all of these people back who actually really really supported the show originally like back How in fun would it be for every single episode to be my og friends like don't bring back the 20 somethings bring back my trista bring back my bob yeah no, i would love that you know what i mean like so fun. gonna yeah. do it like let's do it bring back all the old people who like none of us have any fucks to give you know what i mean right we're all yeah. just in it for like the the genuine love aspect of yeah. the show and that yeah. the other piece is like we all genuinely like each other so who better yeah. to like have back and again in this dream scenario of if i was the bachelorette to allow people like us to come back and be like listen y'all this is how the show really is this is how it right. should really go this is how far in depth you should allow yourself this is the piece that's really beautiful of this show and this is what you can take away from it you know what i yeah. mean like, Let's yeah. do that. Let's do that. And you come away with it with a with a relationship, and there's not there doesn't need to be a tag on it. You know what I mean? It doesn't. You can you can give a Neil Lane promise ring or, or <laughs> the, you know whatever it is. It was it was a different person back in the day when that Tristan and I were doing it, but you know I know who it is now. So you can give that ring still as a symbol of an ongoing relationship if you want to, and if not, yeah, you close the this. box and you're like, "Come on, let's see yeah. where this goes." 
let's do real life together. So maybe you guys, maybe the, the dates are not these over the top helicopter over volcanoes dates because those aren't real life. Maybe it's me taking them to the park and seeing if they can clean up dog shit because I have a dog. <laughs> right? You know, let's see how well they feel about that. Or maybe it's like me taking them and they're driving me to work and then I don't see them for two weeks and see how they sit in that. <laughs> Or like sitting watching you watch a, like a, a Real Housewives marathon and not talking. No, like, I'm yeah, I do. The Real Housewives. <laughs> Let's think more around Outlander. Let's make them sit down and watch with me. Outlander. Yeah, Claire and Jamie Frazier vibes. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. In my next life, that's what I want. Claire and Jamie. Like, right. right. I know, me and too. I'll be like, what, what episode are you on? What episode are you on, babe? She's like, really? Honestly, that's what you're going to ask me? I'm in the middle of this. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'll just. I'll go to the other room. That's that's love in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Each other at the end of the day, in our own element, with like, I mean, I feel really pretty today, but like, this is not every day. Like, let's see each other where I haven't washed my hair for four days and I don't have makeup on and my melasma showing and my pants are too tight because right. I have a really big rear end. I, you know, I look back at Stop that. It. I look really. I do. I look back at that season four girl of that Bachelorette, and I thought physically. I felt the most beautiful that I ever had, mm -hmm. but emotionally I wasn't quite me yet. You know what I mean? I was yeah. well on my way to being me, but like now I look at myself and I, I, I feel so deeply secure in who I am as a person, both outside and inside. And I'm, and I'm, you know, that's being the realest that I've ever been. Like I, I am broken. I have been broken, not completely mm -hmm. broken, but I've put myself back together and I'm, I'm not 120 pounds anymore. I'm a grown ass woman and I've nursed two children and I've birthed two babies. This body is a warrior. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like love me for that. Love me for that. That's real. That's who I am. Love it. Preach. I'm fired up. I want to see it. So you're going to call your people and then you're going to call me and you're going to tell me all the insides that I don't know because yeah. I, yes. I feel a little in the dark, but I'm, I am super flattered. So I just keep well, saying you're thinking like dumb and dumber, like, so you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> always a chance. There's always I'm not going to, I'm never going to get married again. You're telling me there's a chance. There is always a chance. I, I really was Bob. I'm not lying. I was, had a few cocktails and I was really joking when I was pitching my coming back as the bachelorette. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, they'd be really stupid if they don't jump on something like that. It doesn't have to be me, you know what I mean? <laughs> but they seem really stupid yeah. if they don't jump on that. And the only other thing I was going to say, and Trista, you probably can relate, is when I look on my social media, I am literally followed by like 98% women. And yes. most of the women who message me, you can imagine, because I was on 15 years ago, they had been watching the show and a lot of them will say, even today, right? They posted yesterday that Tristan and Desiree and I are on and so many people wrote me and said, I just love that it's the three of you. I'll, I've been Aww. watching Trista was on and I love Trista and I love Desiree and I love you. And I wish the show would be that again. And there's this, right? That's what I was saying yeah. to them that night. There is this beautiful piece that like, you can take this and you can bring it back to where it started, to what it was and when it was really good. You really can yeah. do that. It I can be a great full circle moment, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think full it's a good circle. idea. I do yeah. too. I will I love it. Um, I'll just email some people as soon as I hang up. Just All right. Right. Keep us posted. Come here yeah. first. <laughs>
Come here first to make your announcement. That's okay, cool. so when the announcement is made, they've got to have me back on because it would make no sense to have me on any other podcast than the That's OG. right. Especially if That's I've been right. here so much. And listen, we're OGs for a reason. It has to be released here, don't you think? That's right. I do. I love it. I love it. So you're telling us there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. All right, Deanna, thank you again for coming on again and um, letting us kind of talk hypothetically and in dreamland. And who knows, maybe dreamland will come true. Maybe there is a man out there who can handle this strong, independent woman. Maybe he's out there. I know there is. I know there is. All right, I love you guys. Thanks so much for having me. Love love you too. Trista, call me. Trista, call me as soon as you hang up. I will. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, she is so awesome. Thanks for joining us for Almost Famous OGs. Uh, I love talking to her. I, you know, like she said, she is, you know, such a close friend. And um, it, it's heartbreaking what she went through. Um, just, you know, like anybody else and going through divorce when you are when you are truly in love, it's, it's heartbreaking. And so um, I was asking her about Sunday nights, if she was alone on Sunday nights, because I want to like put a reminder in my phone to just text her or say, you know, I'm thinking about you. You're so thoughtful like that with your friends. I love that about you. Um, But anyway, so I love having Deanna and who knows, maybe it'll come to fruition. I hope it does. I'm so fired up about it. I think it would be the greatest thing ever. I agree. I would love to see it. I, I wonder if she would actually be able to make it work. Um, but maybe they can, maybe they can, you know, do it in installments or something so that she can yeah. actually, you know, do a couple weeks and then be with the kid for, kids for a week and that, you know, who knows, but, yeah. um, yeah. Anyway, it was great to chat, as always. Um, yes, ma'am. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We appreciate it. I'm just glad we're back together again. We had a couple weeks where we're doing the show, but, you know, not together. So I'm just glad we're back on. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Love you, Bob. Thanks Love for joining everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. 
It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.